we're also trying to weed out some of those things that we no longer need in our lives or have space for in our lives and trying to downsize that way so that we can make more room for some of those things that that we um, do need or we think are more important. Last year, we started homeschooling our children. We were having some issues in public school, and so we've been trying to teach our kids how to learn, and that's been a lot harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm doing actively at the moment, and then I always have a million things going on in the back of my mind on what I would like to either learn or get better at or expand on. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to She Has a Name Too. Um, I am so excited today to have Chelsea with me. Uh, We've never met in person, but she knows my mom, and so I guess that's good enough for me. Um, I am so grateful to have you on the podcast, uh, Chelsea. Well, thanks for having me, Jerrica. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to get to know you a little bit more and, um, we'll just, the listeners and I can get to know you together. Okay. So my first question that I always ask my, my new guests, um, that I have on the show is who are you when you aren't being called mom? You know, I've been thinking about that for the last week or so, and I've had a tough time with that one. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it can be a hard question for sure. I totally, I've I've had some people say like, well, I'm always being called mom. And I get that. Like once you're a mom, you're always a mom. But I guess like who, who are you like during nap time or after bedtime? Like, is there something that I guess going into the next question, like, is there something that brings you joy outside of motherhood, I guess? There's there's a lot of things that bring me joy. Um, I really enjoy being outside in nature. I enjoy being in a garden. I enjoy visiting with, with people that I've known for a long time or if I've just met you in a grocery store. I enjoy crafting. I enjoy making jewelry and sewing and just being creative and sometimes I enjoy just sleeping. Don't we all? (laughs) Doing those things like crafting or I mean my daughter's into the eat everything stage so. Oh that's a fun stage. I love that (laughs) stage. So there's no like paper macheing or anything like that at our house. (laughs) Oh understandably so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay so you love being in the garden and you mentioned before I, I um, just for our listeners, I send everyone a pre-interview questionnaire and I ask guests that are to be on the podcast, I ask questions. And Chelsea, you mentioned that you love to garden and you also try to live a self-reliant lifestyle through that garden. Is that correct? Well, that garden's part of it, right? There's, there's a lot of different facets to, 
to being self-reliant. I know when people hear being self-reliant, gardening is one of those things that pops up into their heads because, you know, apply your own food. But I think that's just a very small part of, of being self-reliant. Like, I mean, there's there's a lot of skills that you can have to be self-reliant, right? Gardening is one of them. It's being able to sew your own clothes, mend your own clothes, repurpose worn-out clothes are other great skills to have. Being able to work on your own vehicle, do basic maintenance to maybe a little bit more significant repairs are, are more skills to that you could have towards being self-reliant. Another thing that I think is huge for self to being self-reliant is knowing when you need help and being able to ask for it and to know where you can go to either acquire or learn about the skills that you need to need or who you can ask to help you or what sources of information you can access to figure out how to solve your current conundrum. Yeah, I never even like thought of it that way before. I also, (laughs) I don't, garden (laughs) because we we live in an apartment and we move so frequently so I wouldn't even I don't even know if I'd get a full growing season out of at least this year but I do like try to be self-reliant in other ways and I think it's so interesting that you mentioned like knowing where to go to get the information that you need right like it's impossible for us to be all knowing (laughs) right yeah (laughs) I wish, but it's just not happening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The more I know, the more I realize I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. So, but to know like where to go to find that help when you need it, because some of us might be self-reliant in the way of like fixing cars. Maybe we're really good at that and we're not so good at gardening or maybe we're really good at gardening and not fixing cars or Maybe it's like financial self-reliance or um, emotional self-reliance or, you know, like there's so many different aspects yes, of it. Um, okay. So I wanted to ask you, I think self-reliance is, and, and that's what really sparked my interest. Like when you told me about trying to be self-reliant in your uh, questionnaire, um, it's something that I'm really passionate about and interested in. So I'm just wondering, what do you actively do um, to be self-reliant? Well, right now I'm kind of working on some of your more physical needs. So uh, I've been working on establishing a working food storage for our family. Mm. It's kind of a harder task than I thought it would be, seeing as we're a family of seven (laughs) (laughs) with varying tastes and uh, huge appetites some days and not so much other days mm-hmm. and things that they liked last week they definitely don't like this week <laughs> and just trying to to buy it on sale if that's at all possible or being able to make him preserve my own if if that's an option for some of the stuff that we like mm-hmm. um so that's one aspect um i i do try to garden nowhere near as big of a garden as your mom has although that would be amazing if I could do that but I live in town so not possible kind of like not having a garden not possible when you live in a an apartment (laughs) well you might you might have a little more space than I do but (laughs) yeah just a little bit (laughs) but yeah so we're also trying to weed out some of those things that 
we no longer need in our lives or have space for in our lives and trying to downsize that way so that we can make more room for some of those things that that we um, do need or we think are more important. Last year, we started homeschooling our children. We were having some issues in public school. And so we've been trying to teach our kids how to learn. And that's been a lot harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm doing actively at the moment. And then I always have a million things going on in the back of my mind on what I would like to either learn or get better at or expand on. So did you start homeschooling? I have a couple questions out of that. But um, did you start homeschooling before COVID, like at the beginning of, I guess it would have been like September 2019? Yes, we started in September 2019. Yeah. We made the, the decision to do it in probably about March. We just We'd let our kids finish out the school year and, and then not go back. <laughs> Are they enjoying that? Yeah, I know the one is enjoying it. Um, he, was, he was being um, bullied a fair bit at school. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure about the other two. I know, I know they, they talk about sometimes missing some of the friends that they had in school. But other than that, they don't talk about missing much. There's, there's probably not a whole <laughs> so, lot to be yeah. missing right now. So it was good timing on your part for sure. <laughs> it was convenient. Yeah, I, I can't imagine <laughs> what some things would have been like if my kids were still in school when all the COVID stuff started happening. So some of them don't handle anxiety and stress that that well to begin with. And school was an aggravator to it. So yeah, and especially now, it definitely would be Okay, so I'm wondering too, um, when you said that you're cutting things out of your life to make room for more important things, is that like, are you talking about physical things, um, like, you know, toys and books and things like that? Or are you talking about like activities and things that you're doing on a daily basis? Or maybe both? COVID kind of cut out all the activities for us. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've had, you know, three huge boxes of paper that just needed to be sorted and put away where it needed to go for I don't know how long they've just been hanging out, cluttering my basement up. And, you know, I took the opportunity this, this past week to deal with them and I threw a lot of it out. And man, I can't tell you how good that felt. <laughs> the space that it freed up and yeah some of those papers should have been gone a long time ago yeah I feel that so so like just letting go of the things that you don't like were you looking at those papers like regularly or were they just taped up in a box some of them were taped up in a box and some of them were kind of in boxes that were no longer really holding together and falling all over the place (laughs) oh my goodness it was just a disaster but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got tired of looking at the mess that they had created on themselves. Yeah, it feels good to yeah clean out and and organize. I uh, that's my goal for this week <laughs> to, to organize. <laughs> that's a lot harder for some people to do than other people. But it does. I I personally think that it and everyone that I've talked to that like goes through and and like declutters and 
makes room in their life, like you were saying, makes room in their life for other things that are more important. It feels good. Like you, like you said, it, like it felt good to clean up those papers. You mentioned that you have a little bit of a garden. Um, and it's okay. I think, I think it's important, um, for our listeners. I know a lot of listeners here don't live on an acreage <laughs> like my mom does. And my mom has talked about her garden on the podcast too. But I, I think it's important to note that like, it's okay to have a smaller garden. Like you, you don't need like a massive garden to be able to provide for yourself. So I'm just curious, what kind of things do you like to grow in your garden that, that are like family favorites? Um, well, peas are always a huge hit in our garden. Doesn't matter if they're shelling peas or snap peas. The kids love those. So good. And carrots. Those are always a huge hit. Um, in the past, our kids have really enjoyed growing watermelons. We've seen, I don't know, I think it's a huge success for where we live to actually be able to grow any size of watermelon that we can eat. They've been, you know, mm -hmm. maybe the size, I think the biggest one we've ever had was maybe the size of two tennis balls kind of side by side and it was one of the best watermelons we've ever had really um yeah wow <laughs> so, i don't think i've yeah. ever seen a watermelon that small but that is that's really <laughs> cool <laughs> that, was, that was the biggest one that we got so <laughs> yeah. hey <laughs> that's yeah, success so. though right like it grew and yeah. and you said it was the yeah. best one you've ever had so yeah, it's a win. So, like, yeah, it was a huge win. It was something that the kids were excited about, and they they enjoyed watching it progress. And I can't grow zucchinis, which is really funny because a lot of people swear they're like a weed, and they just can't give them away by the end of the year. So uh, I can't grow those. So maybe one day I'll have success there. Um, last year I grew beans to do uh, pickled beans, and so I got sixteen pints of pickled beans out of my garden and so the beans were growing in a two and a half foot by six foot bed and that's all that I had for beans. I tried to grow cucumbers last year. I got enough for one jar of pickles. <laughs> Pretty dismal. But I tried. Um, I got enough tomatoes to do two batches of salsa. Oh, nice. Yum. I attempted strawberries again last year and just killed those. I have things that I'm great at growing and things that, yeah, I keep trying. <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, that's, I am in the same boat. I, I probably buy like four different basil plants every year and they <laughs> all die. All <laughs> like, <laughs> good. I've, yeah. The only thing that I've been successful in growing is a snake plant. And those things are resilient. Yes, so. they are. They're a beautiful <laughs> plant, though. So yeah, I really, I really do. I love my snake plant. We, uh, I had to leave it in California though when we moved. So I was really sad about that. But yeah, strawberries are hard for me. I tried growing strawberries by um, from seed one year, and they didn't even. I've tried growing them from seeds. I've bought the plants. I've bought the dry roots. I've killed them all. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> one day, yeah, right? One Just day, keep trying and have success. <laughs> right, right. Keep trying. And, and you know what? Like, count your success right now, too, right? Like, the tomatoes that you grew, 
you didn't kill your cucumber. I mean, you said you only got one jar of pickles, but that's one jar of pickles, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. Next year you can shoot for two. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well. That's and that's doubling your crop. <laughs> right? So, yeah, just like counting those little successes. Yeah, it's a lot of work to have a garden. So, good job. Um, I think that's great. Okay, so I have one last question for you. And this is your opportunity to spread wisdom to all of us listeners. I, I love this question. And this is also something that I ask everyone that comes on my podcast. It's what piece of wisdom have you learned recently that you think would benefit other moms? Take a deep breath. It's it's going to be okay. It's hard. And as long as you're trying to do your best each and every day, and by doing your best, I don't mean being perfect. Trying to do better than you did the day before, whether that's changing something that wasn't working or letting something go that doesn't really need to be held on to. I don't know if that's making a lot of sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Just because something's been how you've had it for a long time, if it needs to change to make things work better, or to even try and see how things could work better, try it out, right? It's not a, a one shot, but that's what I've been learning lately. It's you have every day. And if it didn't work, that's okay. You can try again. And learn to love you for you and you for your kids because that's who they need. They don't need Pinterest, whoever. They don't need Martha Stewart, whoever. They don't need Facebook, whatever. They, they, they need you in all of your imperfection. God God gave you, gave you your kids because they need you, not what everybody else is. So just, just be you. That's, that's the best thing that I could think of. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it all out. <laughs> so. And I, I think we all are. Um, and that's why I asked that question is some piece of wisdom is going to strike someone and another piece is going to strike someone else. And I love that. Yeah. Just be yourself and let go of the the things and relax and I love that so good okay well that is a great note to end off on that's perfect um remember if you killed all your strawberries even if it's metaphorically (laughs) (laughs) don't worry (laughs) try again next year or tomorrow thank you Chelsea so much for coming on the podcast I think you brought so much wisdom um thanks for sharing your story and telling us who you are behind your title mother you're welcome thank you for uh, having me thank you for listening join the conversation and stay up to date on new episodes on instagram at she has a name too she has a name too is a production of mecco radio i jerica dennison was your host and was joined by chelsea bennett this episode was edited by alex williams